Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 14th of July, 2012. Now, that was easy to remember because I've got it written in front of me <laughs> uh, <laughs> on my computer screen. Uh, joining me today, uh, Zachary Burgess. Totally not joining you today. Okay, from afar then. <laughs> and joining me also from afar, but in proximity to the Zachary Burgess. The Robert same Kemp. afar. <laughs> same afar. Precision. Precision. <laughs> the exact same afar. Rob Kemp. Is here. Or there. Rob and Zach are both there, and I am here. Yeah. Or vice versa. Another crazy, retarded recording scenario. So, indeed. So, Rob, do you want to uh, explain the events of today? Possibly? Well, the explanation is that they're shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not really the explanation. I suppose that's the adjective. Yep, this is the result (laughs) of poopiness. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it really is. It's like there's a hundred mounds of shit involved at any point in this process, or at least I don't think so. This well, ran over something. Well, that's the thing. This is the thing, right? And earlier this morning, I totally crashed my car. So Ooh. yay to that. Not Name. my fault. Just slippery rain. And I suppose by insurance standards, that does make it my fault. But just slipped on a rainy patch of road while it was fucking chucking it as it has been. Yep. And slid onto the outside of a roundabout barrier. Woo! Oh no. So you got rescued somewhat. Yeah, I got, got rescued. Well, after about... Well, I spent four hours away from home, I think. No, six hours away from home. That's it. That's better. Well, right, after, after, yeah. So I had a six-hour um, road trip um, to the car crash centre... Where I crashed my car. <laughs> the centre of all car <laughs> You turn up, you get a ticket, it's like, yeah, crash over there, mate. <laughs> I mean, I- I've got to say, I don't recommend it. No. <laughs> not a fun day. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm not going to put a review on Yell. It's more TripAdvisor. Well, that would be pretty should. funny. Well, it's just like on the GPS, like where they have like traffic warnings, except there's just a little tag that's attached to that specific round one that says, Ross Crash here, don't go here. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever come here. As far as roundabouts go, this one's now slightly more blue. <laughs> <laughs> a bluer roundabout from your very blue car. I left about a 10 foot blue streak along a barrier. Really? The barrier looks pretty good, <laughs> both like, structurally and artistically. Like, metallically awesome. Well, it's weird, because there's a lot of lighter blue than my car actually is. I suppose that might be the undercoat. The metallic Maybe. undercoat probably lightened it up. Possibly. Hmm. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. Now, this meant I couldn't get to Cambridge, or we couldn't sort out some sort of den sportation. So... Well, we could theoretically have got the Cambridge, but... Well, I could have stolen the Mini. No, I could have driven. You would have driven. I could have. <laughs> yeah. So as a result of um, <laughs> a lack of Zach's enthusiasm, we are doing a remote cast for the first time in quite a while. We used to do this all the time in the beginning. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when we last did this. Might be when you first moved to Cambridge, I think we did one. Yeah, probably. Did we? Yeah, maybe we did. I don't remember having all this trouble setting stuff up, though. Well, we yeah. can remember how we did it before, no. so we had to well, create something new this time. Yeah, yet a different solution. Yeah, we've got a new method. Yeah, we'll see how it sounds. Well, so the problem with this method this. is it's a little bit in the... Well, I can't really monitor it. Yeah. 
No, so we're just relying on TeamSpeak to be... Yeah, that's the point. We have no good. idea if it's working, do we? <laughs> oh, well. Two hours later... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, never mind. Just so basically, we'll just, we'll just tune into the podcast and there'll, there'll be the intro sequence and then they go, well, fuck. <laughs> Thanks for listening. So anyway, uh, this is the Saladcast, the podcast about video games. And we should probably talk about them. So Maybe. what's in the news? <laughs> Maybe. Why have you got other? other well, there may other not topics? be that many video games to talk about yet, but oh, there probably will be next time because the Steam sales are the news. You see that awesome maneuver I did there? <laughs> I see what you did there. Pachoo! Boosh! I just dropped a news bomb on you. That was a victory sound effect. Pachoo! So yeah, what are our feelings about the the sale of Steam? We knew it would happen, right? Everyone was like, <laughs> well, everyone knew it would happen, but it was taking so long to start, so everyone was like, oh! But it's like a whole month later than what it was last year. Yeah. Well, ish. It was mid-June last year. But they can't move the, the Christmas sale, so there's this <laughs> going to have to be closer to the Christmas one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they have to balance it on, like, how many games come out at the start of the year and how many come out at the end of the year. Do you think? Do they want to yeah. discount them too much in either end? Yeah, maybe. Well, what came out in the first half of this year? Like, Mass Effect <laughs> and much. Max Payne and... and um... It was Deus Ex last year, then. Yeah, it must have been, surely. Yeah, ages ago, wasn't it? It's ancient. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies when you're crashing cars. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the words of Gabe Newell, I am become death, the destroyer of wallets. <laughs> <laughs> Wallet genocide was another <laughs> phrase I saw. Yeah, I've already that... spent money. How much have you guys spent already? None. I... I've spent like five quid on something that I've already forgotten. Oh, trying to, that's it. <laughs> I, I'm a bit annoyed I missed that one because I wanted to join in the co-op thing. So I'm kind of hoping it comes back on the, on the sale reruns or gets voted in or something. Then we have to wait for like an entire... Week and a bit before <laughs> we can even start. I spent twenty quid today. Woo! Ooh, big spender. Yeah, I got my Steam standards. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. For half price. And you also, uh, we, we I got Max Payne three for half price. <laughs> oh. Uh, so look forward to reviews of that. And I also randomly got Alan Wake for a fiver because, like, just to see what it's like. Yeah, to see what it's like, and I kind of feel like I want some. You know, first person, well, not first person, but just, um, you know, story driven, uh, n- you know, not, none of your open could last forever civilization style game. I kind of feel like one that <laughs> no, will actually end. Yeah, something that will end and has a narrative and stuff. And even if Alan Wake isn't the best thing ever, I think it will look pretty cool on the PC and stuff. And because that's what the Max Payne guys remedy did next, isn't it? And Max yeah. Payne 3 is not them at all. It's Rockstar. So it'd be interesting to see the contrast between those two sort of related games in a way. Which one is most Max Payne? <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully I don't know. not Alan Wake. That would be weird. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. But um, I hear Alan Wake is quite repetitive and all the fights are the same. So, But hopefully yeah. it'll be... The combat looks like it doesn't change. I like Twin Peaks, though. So if it's anything... Twin... It's supposed to be a bit Twin Peaksy, isn't it? So mm. that's cool. I'm up Was that the one that had that. the crazy sort of like... Was it like synthesized slap bass? Dome, yeah, dome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a real bass with a tramway pedal, isn't it? I don't know, but yeah, it's sounds shit either way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, dome. It's a, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's quite a strange television show. Yes, 
worth a worth a look. It's got like people talking in reverse and like in mysterious love red dogs curtained and, checkerboard in, land. In, indeed, indeed, and uh, Agent Cooper, etc. So yes. Uh, so I will be reporting on Alan Wake and Max Payne. I don't know which to start first, really, but we'll see. It's going to take quite. I think Max Payne three is like thirty five gigs. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be enormous, which is mysterious. But anyway, it's gonna, it might be a while before I can start that. <laughs> leave it downloading overnight, maybe. And make sure you leave your Steam off at all other times in case you have a bandwidth cap. Yeah, well, I should have unlimited, but it only downloads up to. F- I only get four meg. Okay, so this might be a test of your fair usage policy. <laughs> I don't know what my limit is going to be. But... Right? That is fair use, right? Max Payne, right? I mean, surely <laughs> I should be able to download a game off Steam, for fuck's sake. That's what I'm paying for. Yes, <laughs> you're paying for the speed, not for the total amount, really. And ISPs are dumb. Yeah, maybe. I there I'd... must be so many people all over the world doing this right now. Down, probably downloading Max Payne 3, I would have thought. Right. Now. <laughs> well, if you're on Tiscally a few years ago, you wouldn't be doing any of it. At certain times of the day. I guess. <laughs> Fuck those bastards. I don't know what my my bandwidth cap is in theory, but last time I heard it was 60 gigs, and I definitely went over 60 gigs last month, and I was like, is my internet about to become, become really shitty? But it didn't, so I'm probably good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Rob and Zach, we should probably set like a timer, because we're not going to know when the end of the podcast is. Nah, we've been you, know, you, just, you just go whenever, man. You know, just it's go like, with the flow. It's like you know, we'll do a Ryan Styles on it. That's gonna just about do it. We don't have to cut this off because there's no limit to the file length. Ooh, we can do true. whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> just someone watch a clock and go, man, what time is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, okay. And I'll probably be downloading a load of shit this month as well because there's going to be one more Guild Wars Two beta weekend, and apparently they've already patched. Oh. The- that wasn't me. I wasn't fiddling with shit. That's unusual. Now Rob has to pick up something off the floor which is going to make another load of noise. Is it embarrassing if I say it was an earring? Yeah. And not your earring either. Well, that's less embarrassing. I don't know. <laughs> if it was like, I'm playing with my collection of earrings. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. There's going to be a Guild Wars 2 meter weekend and they've already, apparently, like today, dropped a 1.4 gig patch. Uh, and there might be more than that before it actually gets to next weekend. Does it still count as a patch when it's that big? Well, I don't know how big the game is. Mm. I can't remember. But that was what pushed me over 60 gigs last time. Where it's like, oh shit, I need to download the whole of Guild Wars 2. Effectively. Again. Is that your really cat then, Zach? What? 60 gigs. Uh, well, last time I heard it was. Right. But I haven't... I haven't gone over it enough to get an email saying that we've gone over it since then. So I was like really excited to like when Superfast Broadband said it had reached Ipswich, like BT Infinity posted up yeah. the page saying it's available in Ipswich. So I then like their, their checkers keep telling me well, it's not available and stuff like that. So I wanted to find a bit more detail. I came across this website. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's like a fiber broadband map, and it shows right. you exactly which exchanges have been done and which haven't, okay. um, and stuff like that. There's four exchanges in Ipswich. Three of them have been done. My one hasn't. Oh. Motherfuckers. And it's not oh. going to be done until September. So it's like, I got all excited because it says on the website, it's like, Ipswich is now super fast. It fucking isn't. 75% of it's <laughs> yeah. fast. Three quarters of Ipswich is speedy. Yeah. Tell well, well winners you will at least fast. have fast internet for like Borderlands 2. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a video for that today. It looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh, in the jungle, the mighty jungle. Was yes, playing it was. It. Do you see that? It was so cool. 
Wait, so it's just, is this more music there that's is. not going to be in the game? Probably. Probably. I don't think, I, it's like dubstep, you can see that might work. I'm not sure if they can reuse this in the game. Well, they had the little robot going, a wimba way, a wimba way. Yes, but they had the little robot doing dubstep before, so. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Doing a stupid dance. Although, that, you know, he's done stupid dances before, so that's kind of logical. Oh, yeah. So, have you heard about this, um, Epic game, the PC exclusive thing. I don't know anything about it. I thought you might. I might ask you. <laughs> uh, Unreal Engine Four powered thing. I can't remember what's. I heard of it, but I can't remember any details. Uh, okay, fair enough. Well, I sort of okay. saw that it was happening and then promptly forgot. Fortnite. So something is happening. <laughs> Fortnite, it's called because it's Comic Con at the moment. I think so. There, there's a bunch of computer game stuff for some reason being talked about there, which is mysterious. I guess there are geeks there. I don't know. Seems weird. They've got enough like industry shows already, right? Without like revealing stuff in comic shows. We just waited on everything. No, yeah, I guess. Maybe they're making <laughs> some kind oh, of... now I'm fucking sneezing, man. <laughs> Maybe they're making some kind of Blizzard comic. Well, Blizzard comic. Yeah. World of comics. That would oh. give a re- reason for video games to be there. Hmm, maybe. Welcome to the StarCraft Weekly. Well, they, Blizzard's got their own freaking convention themselves, haven't they? Just for the developer, right? That's true. BlizzCon. And then there's QuakeCon for id, and who else have cons? Is there a HaloCon? No. HaloCon. MineCon. <laughs> Byman, SciFiCon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's the, well, there's, I suppose there's, there's this Captivate, I guess. That's not a con, though. It's <laughs> like a press event. Yeah. Have you guys heard about this uh, freaking Ouya business and how ridiculous it is? And how... Yeah. I'm. Who's stupid enough to, like, put money into that? With a no... lot of people, apparently. <laughs> a, a lot of people who are just going to lose their money for nothing. <laughs> Such a scam, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, it's weird, because a bit of me kind of thinks, on one side it could work, because like, the mobile market has a reasonable number of recognised brands now. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm a bit confused about how you control that thing. Yeah, I mean, none of those Android games that are a big success on Android phones are going to be any good on a TV, are they? But it would be like going back to like Atari Resolution as well, or yeah. well, maybe not that far, but you know, <laughs> it's... It's going to look kind of funny. Well, I mean, by the time it comes out, like the the Android phones you'll be able to get will be like twice as powerful as this console <laughs> because they're going to mm. have locked hardware specs, presumably. And then, I don't know, if this thing even comes out at all, which it probably won't. I just think it's, 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 yeah. it's strange because there's a lot of mixed opinions on, on the webosphere as well, where it's just kind of... <laughs> Um, some people are like, fingers crossed, and other people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's, that's not really a different opinion, that's the same opinion. Is it, what, fingers <laughs> crossed that it fails? It, it sound, you know, fingers crossed to me sounds like, I want to see this. No, it's just like, fingers crossed it would come out, and then what the fuck, this is never coming out. That's basically the same thing. It's all, very well just being, like, it's all very well being optimistic, but you don't just give money to people who, like, have no, I don't know. 
it's, it's, it's the it's, whole point of Kickstarter. <laughs> I know, but that's the trouble. Like, like Kickstarter's doing really well, and there've been some really cool stuff on there that will actually come out. Like the Double Fine Adventure will definitely come out and be awesome. But th- this thing is going to sting people because people are going to put money in and they already have, and then nothing's going to happen, and then one's going to stop doing Kickstarter stuff, which is terrible. Perhaps our first clue should have been the name. Well, maybe. It sounds a bit like a con, doesn't it? Like someone gets all this Kickstarter money and is going, ooh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, yeah. <laughs> Some German test. <laughs> ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bit like that Phantom console that, do you remember yeah. that, years ago? Except that one was like a scam against big-time investor dudes. Like, you know, they actually got startup funding, I think, or whatever, or, or venture capital, and then they just, you know, embezzled it or whatever. But this is taking money from, like, normal people. So it's a bit different. So it's like a regular con. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a regular con rather than a, like a <laughs> big corporate a, con. Rather than hustle. Hmm. Indeed. And the number of times that, that woman said television in that in that freaking pitch on Kickstarter for the Ooyah thing. Did you see that? No. Can't say I watched it. Oh, okay. Well, that's all there is to go on, really. There's video. But she just says television about ten times in the space of about three minutes. You can play this on your television. On your television, you will see televisual entertainment. But she never says TV. How about television? She just says television. I love the television. (laughs) It's really weird. I love my picture box. (laughs) Yeah, be a bit more creative with your terms. (laughs) My, I love the little people that live in the corner of my room in a strange box made of plastic. Indeed. Except they're no longer box shapes. They're like... My, my, my wedge of Flat plastic. <laughs> wedge things, yeah. Indeed. My projector, new... projector drum. Projector drum. It doesn't really project. My theatre portal. It's not really a portal to a theatre either. <laughs> Kind of is. <laughs> Only on very specific channels. My eye transporter. <laughs> <laughs> Transport your eyes <laughs> to somewhere else. <laughs> My light transfarer. Yeah. Oh, transferring. I was thinking about that today, actually. Just before I crashed. <laughs> Maybe that was the goal. Transferring! I've actually come around to the idea that that's actually kind of a good name. It just sounds funny. <laughs> Be, having, having it sound funny does not make it a good name. Well, I don't know. There's, there's the Wii, which yeah. is definitely not a good name, but sounds kind of funny. That's true. Because it's not really clever in any way. What are you way. trying to prove here? <laughs> well, no. I kind of lost track of what the point of this was. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that you know the Wii is is a bad name and is funny. It's possible to have a good name that's funny. Yeah, but you just gave an example that was bad and funny, rather than another one that was good and funny. You weren't corroborating your evidence, you were providing a random alternate hypothesis. <laughs> Alright. In actual fact, I am struggling to think of a good, funny name. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> no, that's bad. That's, that's a crap name. Yeah. German celebrations. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Our new Android-powered console, the German Celebration. <laughs> it's got you can play Minecraft on it, except you probably will won't be able to. 
Yeah, apparently. As you can see on my television, it's German celebration. <laughs> well, that's maybe news, although not really relevant to you guys. More relevant to Kippers if he was here. Kippers, shout out. <laughs> I hear the next version of, the next actual version of Minecraft when it comes out is going to be quite a major bit of work because they're basically getting rid of the idea that single player and multiplayer are like different, which causes a massive amount of problem for like mod makers and stuff because it's right. such a, yeah, you, know, you have to basically copy all your shit into Minecraft and then it works differently. <laughs> but then, in theory, they're in the next version of Minecraft, they're basically combining single and multiplayer into one engine, which will effectively let them be like the Xbox version, where you'll be able to basically run your single player worlds as multiplayer and also LAN, ah, which will cool. be ideal for killers because <laughs> yeah. they want to play together and then they can on the PC version in the same house over their what over their router or whatever. That's on a land connection. And then I could join. <laughs> yeah, Zach so just parks up outside and starts... Well, I don't have to, because it will work over the internet, like the multiplayer, in theory. Well, no, if you sure. have I've just got images of you pulling up outside their house, we're whipping out a laptop and just fucking their world up. Well, like, like war walking, but for Minecraft. Destruction. <laughs> of course, the trouble with it will be that as this is a giant patch to completely you know, combine the single mod layer, that still means that all the mod makers have to basically remake everything from scratch again, as they usually do with patches. Yeah, but at least it won't happen. So all the mods will be fucked that. for a while. Yeah. Yeah, in theory, and actually the the supposed mod API that they're meant to be putting in to make making mods actually easier still won't yeah. be in this version. That'll be the oh, next really? one. <laughs> oh. so one more version. To, they'll probably have to redo it to use that API then. Yep, the, exactly. The next time round. So the consequence of this is you're going to be on an old version again, basically, Zach. Yeah, no mods, right. but we will be able to play multiplayer more easily, in theory. Yeah, but you, you need mods. I mean, you, you don't, never play without mods now, do you? Well, I don't know. It's like it's a cycle where you know you get. It's like once you get bored of one thing, you go on to different things. Like I, so I had Buildcraft, and then I got bored of that, and then I was like, let's try just equivalent exchange for itself, and did that. Maybe I'm due to go back to vanilla Minecraft for a time. <laughs> hmm. But did you combine them? Like, well, only in like little bits of it. It was like Buildcraft used little bits of equivalent exchange. Oh right, okay. Whereas where I tried to do equivalent exchange by itself, I was. I was still using little bits of Buildcraft, but it was like primary equipment exchange. To get all the and then you had the forest stuff, there. right? Didn't you? The bee. Yeah, that's just like. Bees. That's, that's not even really separate. That's just like another version of Buildcraft almost. Oh, right, okay. Hmm. So, but yeah. hopefully there'll be a nice mod API and you'll just be able to install <laughs> clicking some buttons and stuff and you'll get bees or whatever. Instead yeah. Of- around through the file system. Yeah, I can go fuck with Kippers' world. Lols. I saw a classic video of some Minecraft griefing where they just... I'm not sure what the exact circumstances were because I'm not that familiar with how multiplayer actually works, but basically they... The first thing was they'd been given admin, which is obviously (laughs) the first failure. And then creative mode was also available and then they used the, they used, I'm not sure whether this was like the hackery tools part or whether this was just another thing that the server had turned on, but maybe they didn't know that this was what you could do with it, but they had it so you can select large areas. So they were just going like, select from here to here and turn it all into sponge. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, look at this giant skyscraper. Now it's sponge. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> some old school Minecraft creeping. <laughs> awesome. I saw like uh, the Yogscast guys were on BBC News or whatever they, or at least on the website that you know that Rory Kathleen Jones guy went around their house in Bristol and they just had a bunch of PCs with like boom microphones just above so they could all record themselves just talking rubbish and playing Minecraft and it was like a whole massive YouTube audience, uh, like a big. It's going to be a sort of kind of a business kind of. Well, it already is, because they're paid, they're <laughs> yeah, paid for this thing. It's just for adverts, but they get so many views. It's crazy. A bit like auto-tune the news. <laughs> yeah, but they, they they don't make enough content auto-tune the news, goddammit. I haven't seen the video. Not anymore, no. Yeah. I think that... the bubble may have burst. <laughs> I don't know, that stuff is awesome, but it must be really hard to make. Whereas, like, your green cast, fetish. all you have to do is, like... You know, it's like us. <laughs> you just download something. And some play a game and talk it. about it. Yeah, well, exactly. if only we could do that. We never still haven't got around to it. Still. Yeah, well, we, you need to watch that video and, like, see the setup they have and, like, try and replicate it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> right, so us... what we need is boom mics. Give us <laughs> claims that he's that he's fairly confident that, he, that he's got a way where he could record a game and an audio channel at the same time, probably. Well, that's what we need, I guess. So apparently we're going to try that on train two if we get round to playing that. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then we can. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we just as a business of sorts invest in a capture card. Yeah, there's a bunch of there's some cheaper ones now that are actually quite good. Like I saw a, there's an article on the Eurogamer about uh, capture. You know, from Digital Foundry, those guys are quite know what they're talking about usually, don't they? So mm. They're the guys that you know. I forget what one's called. Isn't there one like called General Zen or some ridiculous name like that or something that's supposed to be pretty good and pretty cheap? But probably. I remember it's like a dude's name that sounds kind of funny. Is that just, that's for Zen. console games, I guess, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like doesn't even have a console apart from the GameCube. I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter if we could play them on in the same place. Like this, if we and Rob were playing a console game with one mic, but still capturing the console game at the same time. Mm. Like, if we were playing World vs. Capcom or something. Or Fez, lol. Well, <laughs> you don't want to capture Fez, that'd be well worrying. Yeah. And also good. spoilers. And it'd be a lot of us <laughs> just, we don't, we'd need a proper camera as well that we could fade into us, like, just look, looking at our notepads going, hmm. <laughs> Being confused. <laughs> yes, indeed. Got any further with that, guys? No. Not really played it in the last couple of weeks. Well, that doesn't mean we're giving up, but just, like, time hasn't been on our side. <laughs> about that. We just haven't. We can't remember what we did do last time. Oh, we watched Harry Potter last time again, didn't we? Yeah. Got that out of the way. Don't have to do that ever again. <laughs> all the Harry Potters now. Yeah. Yes, yes, we have. The Potathon is done. Potathon, yeah, indeed. Thon Thon. <laughs> that Thon 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 Thon. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones, James Bond, it's a movie thon, 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 thon. <laughs> Ah, Cisco. The network of specialists. <laughs> <laughs> I learned what a gusset actually was the other day. What was a gusset? Apparently it's that bit of fabric at the very bottom of the underwear that's the, you know, the bit that touches your crackers. How did you not know that? I just didn't, I just never knew that. It's like, it's, just, it's like people just said gusset and it's like, 
So what's that? What's so bad about that? It's like, oh right, that's 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 the that's the knob fabric. Okay. Knob <laughs> 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 fabric. Why didn't they just say that? <laughs> so much clearer. Fine patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Any other gaming news? Uh, Nights into Dreams HD. <laughs> Where? What's going well, on with Knights? They <coughs> make, it, make it into like a big franchise. Well, kind of, a medium franchise. Sort of, yeah. Well, we never really... I've, well, I've never played Knights, but it's like such a big deal and people who say how good it is. Maybe through rose-tinted specs a little bit, but... Mm. But I bit of me kind of does want to give it a go and I've just never really had the means to. Unless I like buy the Wii version, which wasn't very well received. And there was a PS2 remake at one point, so I could pick that up. But it's like, well, now they're making it in HD. Fuck it, I'll wait for that one. And then never buy it, because it'll be 1,600 points. Yeah, because Sega is shit on sales. <laughs> so that won't be on um, Steam, I guess. <laughs> Although, you never know, it might be. Yeah, they they put Sonic Generations on Steam, which is a bit weird. It's a great idea. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not a great idea. It's, it's a better version unusual. of the game. Yeah, true. Or maybe they'll get a better version of Knights. I'm still kind of hoping Sonic 4 turns up. But then again, it's probably too late now, because we, we were kind of hoping it would turn up in the sale, but it hasn't. No. Why is it too late? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, it's only the, the first two days of the sale. Well, they might not have... Well, because it hasn't been released on PC, has it? Yeah. Oh, it has. Oh, I didn't realise it had actually come out on PC yet. I'll tell you what I heard is coming to PC. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Yeah. Awesome. Wait, wait, <laughs> isn't that kind of pointless, though? Because isn't... Couldn't you just run Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 in HD on a PC? <laughs> I don't think it's actually in better resolution. I think it means HD is in like better graphics yeah, and like textures. Are they, also, <laughs> are they actually going that far with it? I didn't realise they were doing like a texture overhaul and things. But well, I, it's a, it must be a new engine. I don't think it. It's a complete redo. It's not because they're putting. I mean, there. It's like some of the old stages and stuff, but all converted to a new yeah. engine. But they've put in the revert into all the. Like Tony Hawk's two stuff, I think. Yeah. So although you don't score points off it, apparently. In, oh right, in, but it continues your combo, right? Well, I'm not sure it does. Up. Well, I thought that was the whole point of reverts. <laughs> the old levels aren't designed for it. That's the whole idea. Are you sure you're not getting confused with manuals? <laughs> no, no, no. It's that manual is the like the transfer when you're going along the ground, but when you come yeah. off a when you come off a, a pipe or a quarter pipe or whatever trick. In order to continue the combo, you have to revert because otherwise, you'd all, in the previous games, you'd always combo would always end after you'd done. So you could do rail, manual, rail, manual, and then a pipe trick, but then it would have to end because there was no way to continue. Oh, but then no, they I'm kind of fixed confused. it. Reverts are what they describe like coming out of the bowl, don't they? Yeah, but you had to do a little trick on coming out of the bowl that was yeah. the revert, and, and that went. Spine transfers are the other one. That, no, yeah. That yeah. I think is the thing that they put in that doesn't score. Because spine yeah. transfers are dumb. Yeah, they're kind, kind of dumb, <laughs> but kind of hilarious. So yeah, I'm uh, kind of looking forward to that for some nostalgic reason. You can Probably. just play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, as I proved. I Still fucking do. works. I it back to you now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You didn't give it back to me uh, after you had it for all that time. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I could use my um, uh, Xbox controller, because since I could plug that into the PC, I could just play some Tony Hawk. Now, yeah. I should do that. 
I was thinking about breaking out Call of Duty 2 the other day, wondering <laughs> how that looks these days. It's a good game. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I might. I got like halfway time. through that in veteran mode, I seem to remember. On the Xbox. The Xbox? Yeah. There was one of the early most impressive games on the 360, because you know, it, was, it, yeah. it had their 60 frame per second mantra and looked pretty damn sharpish. Because it was basically a PC game, a yeah. port, effectively, to... You know, it was too early in the for them to have actually made a game, you know, for the console. I guess it was just like, oh look, there's this new console, quick. And PGR three and Geometry Wars were the selling points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Perfect Dark Zero, lol. Not a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> Not a selling point. That was just there, and it's friggin' hilarious in its own way. Oh man, what are Rare even doing now? I mean, what the hell happened? They're well done. Yeah. <laughs> but they're still around, right? Well, like, they're not. Yeah, Connect Sports 2 was the last thing they did. Oh, God. They're one of those it's not the same studios. company anymore. I don't think anyone from original Rare is still at Rare. Still there. Mm-hmm. It's like the brand only now. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't make any sense anyway. Like, <laughs> it's not a brand that was known for very much anyway, really. You mean Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, yeah, Andrew like Kazooie, Donkey Kong, Fever <laughs> Pinata? <laughs> you know, that one. And then they make an export, so that makes sense. <laughs> Grabbed by the Ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> they should make Viva Pinata have connect support. So when you want the hit things with your shovel, you have to hit shit with an invisible shovel. What connect Viva Pinata could work, actually. Yeah. They'd probably do that eventually when they run out of other excuses. I'm not quite sure what else they... Viva Pinata, did it, it got a PC release, didn't it, the original? Did it? Yeah. No. Did it? I think, I, think the, I think Viva Pinata got a PC... The first one got a PC release. Yeah, had like mouse control. Yeah, well, yeah, I doubt it. But it's like, if it does have... If it had mouse control, then that, that game would be so much better. Because it's a great game. You just can't do shit fast enough. No, that's the problem. The controller is kind of restrictive. Well, that means it's Googling time. It is Googling time. Yeah. I'm pretty that. sure this, this happened. I wouldn't... It, it, yeah, it's on PC, apparently. Yeah! Like, it's on, like, it on Windows. No, Developed, ported by the Climax Group. <laughs> but it's not on <laughs> Fame. That is a really ugly-looking giant pinata. Is that just a, something with something wrapped around it? it looks like a um, a fuel container, <laughs> just like a, like from an oil truck. Just there's a picture of an enormous pinata that was supposedly like the world's largest pinata publicity stunt that they did for the release of the game. Does it only count if you can break it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably does actually. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise it's just a giant multicolored horse. <laughs> Windows version, E3 2007. Yeah, supports the Xbox 360 controller and games for Windows Live. Don't want it to support the Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> you just want a mouse. Yeah. I'm sure it works fine with a mouse. Although I, I bet it has terrible mouse acceleration for yeah, some reason. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, and the then trust the Climax group <laughs> to get that right somehow. Well, you never yeah. know. 
sequel was unfortunately not made on PC. Disappointing. Because it's technically the better game, but it's it's, it's like Viva Pinata Plus. <laughs> so it's the first game, just a tiny bit more. And that's when Rare had their old logo. Check it out. <laughs> the R was still there. Yeah, they kind of ruined it, didn't they? With the weird yeah. pink thing. Yeah, with the weird pink thing. Any more news? I can't think of any more news. There was a, there was a Sonic sale at one point, and they still didn't put um um oh, what, Sonic, on the Xbox. Yeah, Sonic Four Episode Two down on being price. They put everything else down to pretty good prices, apart from Sonic Four Episode Two, which they didn't touch. Naturally, God damn it! <laughs> it only just come out. <laughs> It's been a while now. It's only like a month. That hasn't stopped. Oh yeah, and Hydrophobia went down to 200 points for a bit. It's like, that game's not been out for that long. It's like, but that game seems to have had more sales than any other thing on Xbox Live Arcade. I'm not yet just sure when that game came out, but I think it was quite a long time. Well, it's a reasonable amount of time now, but 200 points, man, for something that started off at like 1200, I think. Yeah, if you're on the PlayStation, you can get shit for free. Relative. PS, one thing. Yeah, I suppose you Sort of. <laughs> free with a subscription. PS Plus actually sounds like pretty good value for money now. Now it's just, I don't play my PlayStation. No. Really, ever. Hmm. Interesting. And I might have to buy a new car. <laughs> <laughs> new model focus, clearly, for the insurance money. More focuses. Focai. Focai. <laughs> We've had two so far, right? Uh, yes, I have. And you wanted the new one with all its iPod support and all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> Bluetooth built in, bitches. Indeed. So... Oh my god! You know I talked about that podcast app like a couple of weeks ago. What the official one? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking rubbish. <laughs> Maybe I'll just... <laughs> I don't have a problem with the iPod one, but except that you have to go to iTunes in order to download stuff. But... Yeah, I mean that is the only benefit of that. To be honest, is that you know it auto downloads and you can get to it. It's just so unbelievably slow and twitchy mm. and. I have a weird volume bug with it at the moment where it wants to play like really quiet until I press the rewind button. It goes back 10 seconds and gets louder in the process. Okay, that's clearly busted. Yeah, it's, it's all kinds of messed up. It's, it's just how long it takes to go from the uh, choose podcast page to the podcast listing. It just takes ages. Yeah, come on, Apple. Sort yourselves out. Runs like a dog as well and all glitchy and slow and then the phone seems to struggle doing everything sometimes after you've run it. It's just... Maybe there's a memory leak in it. Yeah, sounds like it. Pile of poo. I guess it's all native, isn't it? The stuff that runs on iOS. Is it? Yeah. Oh, other news that I just remembered. Sony bought Gaikai. I can't remember who they are. (laughs) They're an on-live competitor. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh right, so they're gonna. So we uh, do there's, nothing there's, worse, probably. Well, yeah, probably. But there's <laughs> there's rumours if that's what the next PlayStation's like um, emulation thing may be built on. Oh, so right, it's like okay. you can play any game from our back catalogue as long as you do it over Gaikai. Over Gaikai. Oh, well, fair enough. That could work. Well, yeah. I think services like that may have a, a use for like game preservation stuff. Yeah, just to keep stuff going. Yeah. They'll just be like running like 
community developed emulators at the other end in some server farm and you'll never know it. <laughs> no, it'll just be a giant warehouse for the PS2s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. You can't buy all the old ones off eBay for like mega cheap. You just made far them. too many of these. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. I saw something about although I didn't read the whole thing about um the leaked Xbox specs or something and it was talking about how uh it, it was looking like a modular kind of like an upgradable console or something. It sounds like a bad idea. This has never worked in the past. No, but I mean, you know, if anyone's going to make it work, I guess. Because Ninty went crazy with that shit on the N64. Oh, yeah. I forgot. All they did was the memory, right? In this country, but they had the 64DD in Japan. That wasn't really an upgrade. That was like a new release. Well, it was a, no, it was a, it was something that plugged in underneath the N64, like the Sega CD did, and added yeah, and enabled the use of super large, con- um, I was about to say contracts, um, super large cartridges that could have like um, save uh, more save functionality and stuff like that. It was a, what came it was out a weird old thing. DD? It's a bit like the 32X, I guess, for yeah, the yeah. N64, but without any power increase. Was an Animal Crossing on the 64DD originally? Something like that. I think, no, I think, yeah, I think there was a couple of special Zelda releases originally on the DD as well, like the Master Quest edition, I think, of Ocarina of Time or something. Oh, that thing. I think that was released on DD for some reason. Yeah, I never did bother with Master Quest. I played the very start of it, but then I was like, I can't be bothered to deal with this. <laughs> I can't be bothered to deal with this shit again. If I want to play Ocarina of Time, I'll just play regular rather than yeah. hard mode. Yeah, I think that's sensible. Indeed. I can't so yes. any news. Any other news? Shall we move on? Yeah. To, uh, the section called What You Been Playing? Whatcha playing? Whatcha playing? Is it really called that? <laughs> Have we just been always calling it that? Oh, and I'm pretty sure I didn't do news no, this week. Yeah. No, I noticed that. What's we'll just cut on? that in. We'll just, you know, edit okay. in the edit. We'll move it back. So it's like, news! Don't start making it a thing. Crank that soldier boy. <laughs> Don't start making news a thing. It's been a thing for like six months. Not with the intention of doing it. You, well, you might have had the intention to do it, yeah. but overall, we all didn't have the intention to do it. Okay. So anyway, uh, it's not going to be like a certain other podcast where they sit there and can't proceed until a certain thing happens. Where's no. my music? I need my music. Now we sometimes have news like interjections, though, right in the middle of stuff, or quite often, in fact, which yeah. is always held in by Rob saying news. news. I guess in that case, it's always acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, what have you been playing, Rob? We started with me. Wow. That's a, yeah, why this, not? This, this hasn't happened for some time. I'm ill prepared. Has it not happened for some time? No, I'm usually like second or last of late. <laughs> I guess. It's coming you quite a lot first. Well, yeah, well, it's normally because I have stuff to say. <laughs> Alright. I've got plenty to say about Pimble. <laughs> <laughs> have you really? Is there much to say about Pimble? It's freaking sweet. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> 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 uh, I've been playing with, uh, the Williams Pinball Hall of Fame uh, thing made by Farsight Studios the same creators of Pinball Arcade which is currently doing the rounds on iOS and Xbox Live and stuff 
Is this a hard thing to find, this release? No. No, it sort of seems to be one of those budget releases that didn't get any kind of promotion stuff, but you can you can buy it quite easily online. Okay, and it's totally awesome, right? I mean, I've yeah. seen you play it. It's pretty sweet. It's, it's a pretty damn good... Yeah, it's a pretty damn good pinball simulation. It's not as good, technically, as Pinball Arcade. Um, this was obviously, like, the, the first... Maybe the, the, the first or second run of that engine that they've used, and they've refined it since then for Pinball right. Arcade. Okay. Like, for instance, the ball... I mentioned to you, like, the weird... The, for all the goodness of that table... Of how things look, uh, in terms of the realism stuff, they forgot ball reflections. It's like pretty much... Every pinball game since the mid '90s has had ball reflections. That's true. But that is in Pinball Arcade on X Bar, so it's uh, they just even even the iPad games. version has ball reflections of Pinball Arcade. But it's uh, so they added it eventually. But gameplay wise, like but, yeah, the, the physics wise, is it like comparable? It's, it's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, there's a, you can glitch it on a couple of places. Like I'm pretty sure I've made the ball go through the flippers a couple of times, and um, there's a the odd weird um, where they've obviously added like hints as to where they want the ball to go. So it doesn't fight the geometry sort of like not perfect geometry that they've had to put in places, I suppose where the ball sort of seems to jump in an odd direction, right? like little physics quirks, but there's only a couple of those across the 13 tables in the game. Um, There's one in particular on the sorcerer table. That's kind of strange where one of the sort of like lanes at the top, um, sort of more classic multiplier lanes. Um, the one on the far left has a tendency to push the ball to the right without the ball even sort of being particularly near it, and it's a, uh, which is kind of weird. And there's a few places where it like clips round a corner or just uh, jumps into things. It's uh, uh, and some of that stuff they haven't really got made a lot made much better in Pinball Arcade, but it just seems more noticeable here. Hmm. But but it's a minor glitch in what is otherwise a very, very good simulation. So you're kind of playing some of the same tables, I guess, on your uh, on this disc game that you're playing on the uh, iPad? Yeah, there's a tiny bit of overlap. Okay. Um, at the moment, the, the Tales of the Arabian Nights and Funhouse tables are available in both. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the only overlap, actually. Oh no, Medieval Madness is the other one oh, okay. they've, put in, they've put in Pinball Arcade. I think there's just those three. So do you prefer but... the tables in the Williams one then? Or, well, the... well, it's an interesting. I'm, I'm not sure. I really. I, I don't think there's a preference between the two. Like picking okay. up the Williams Hall of Fame is going to be cheaper than right. buying every table that's currently available for Pinball Arcade. Pinball. But Pinball Arcade has a slightly more more of a focus on modern tables, hmm. like a fifty fifty split between what I'd call the modern dot matrix tables. As opposed to the sort of super old, um, uh, or just you know those two, two yeah the, the classic tables or the two lines of where they started adding more fancy displays in the MIDI music kind of stage. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's yeah. So Pinball Arcade is more of a focus. There's only three of those out of the thirteen in the Hall of Fame, and the Hall of Fame collection is more of a celebration of the history of pinball i suppose yeah ranging all the way from the 70s up to the mid 90s i think it goes okay it's the sort of range that they take in there so there's some seriously old stuff and some of those old tables are bastards it's like when you play some of those it's kind of a mystery why pinball fucking caught on because they're evil 
Right. It's like there are there's some of the tables. They got the, the idea of a ball saver seems to got in, seems to have been introduced to pinball like quite late on in its its history. Right. So a number of the table, you know, the ball saver is like when you know soon after launching the ball for a, you get a certain amount of time where if it goes down, it just comes back into play. Right. Um, yeah. Whereas the the older tables don't have that at all. So a cut, there are some cases where you can plunge the ball and it will go nowhere near the flippers and go out an outline and that's it. That's your ball done. Right, and it's like that, that reeks sometimes of just like, well, seriously, what the fuck? Like you could be onto a, on a pretty good game. It's the last ball, and it's like, right, I only need to do a bit here to to beat my best, and it just goes out and out lane immediately, and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> it's kind of the equivalent. The ball saver is kind of the equivalent of the kind of flashing after you respawn. Yeah, kind of in, in spawn protection. Yeah, spawn protection. I guess. Yeah, so it's a bit of that, and it's like then some of the sound effects on the older tables are so fucking irritating. It's like quite yeah. a lot of them seem to have this like really super short loop. Was it because the, the one you saw me playing quite a lot was Sorcerer, which just goes that's its loop for the entire thing. I am and, that <laughs> <laughs> and a mysterious voiceover that we can't quite work out what he says, but when, so when you lose the ball sometimes he just goes, I am Nappa. We're loving it, loving it, loving it. <laughs> loving it like this. I am Nappa. <laughs> mysterious. So yeah. Uh, so it's a bit of that, and some of the sound effects on those old tables are, can get quite irritating. Um, there's um, one of the tables is Black Knight, um, which is an interesting two tier thing. But a lot of the um, the old Williams tables have the idea of like um, you have a bank of drop targets with about three of them on it, and you have to clear all three in a certain amount of time, otherwise they come back. But right. while the, when you hit one, a timer starts, obviously, to for when you can hit them all. But that timer is indicated by a really annoying sound effect that goes bow, 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 and it goes off the coil. And that just black blots out most other sound effects on the table because they have limited sound channels. Like that thing plays and it just cuts everything out. So pretty much your entire time of playing those tables is like going bow, 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 bow. And you kind of long for the come back. It's like the, the Black Knight table is kind of funny as well because some of the ta- like uh, that and Gorgar have a concept where the longer your ball goes, the more intense the sort of background sound gets. Um, so you saw me play Gorgar, and that's the one with the heartbeat. Yeah, where it just gets stupid quick. Does it by the time <laughs> end of the ball? <laughs> it's like it starts off going dum 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 dum, but pretty soon it's going dum 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 dum, and that's the background music for that table at that point. <laughs> just a really you. short loop of dum 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 dum. And there's a, one of the other tables like has this weird sort of like I think it's firepower that does that, but it gets gradually faster and faster and faster as you get get through the table till at the end it's basically like it it, it the, the loop is so short that it's sort of going okay <laughs> it's really weird. Black Knight does that as well because it has this sort of like. Um, Again, it has a sort of, but it gets kind of like faster and faster as it goes on. But that also, that because it has so much bow, 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 again, you can't really hear it very much until it's for some reason it'll go quiet. But by that point, it's got super quick. So it's just going, <laughs> it's, it's really bizarre. It's like, it's, it's just that kind of stuff where you just sit there going, 
So uh, didn't people look at this and say it was dumb? <laughs> didn't people look at this and say, I know what we're going to put at the end of this podcast? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I think it's inevitable. <laughs> so there, there are options, I assume, in this game for like the sounds. Like you turn not for the not for the actual table sounds. They would be realistic if they didn't have the proper sounds. No, it's true. It wouldn't be realistic. <laughs> so the the sounds you do have control over is the menu music, which is a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Like, put together this like soundtrack of about twenty shit songs. <laughs> And they're totally out of place after the end of the table, where sometimes you're just like, you have to play quite like a serious table and it will suddenly break out into a cheesy guitar riff. Where it just turns into this really sort of dull, boring music after you've just played an epic game. Well, there's the occasional funk, isn't there? Like, you'll finish like Tales of the Arabian Nights and it'll be going dun 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 And then it goes to the menu and it's like, bow, and they have this stupid, like, they, they try and do the radio DJ thing a little bit when you're in the, uh, just in the arcade, sort of like, um, choosing what table to play. Every now and then it comes on, it's like, let's have a special report from Tom. And it's like, a bear ate someone <laughs> or something. But it's like so, so badly done. It's like, why did you even bother? What the hell? That's mysterious. Well, it's weird. I don't uh, Yeah. It's like, the, well, the t- this is the flip side to this. It's like, the tables are great, but, the presentation, the presentation of the package yeah. is kind of shit. Yeah, and it's like they they, they, the they doing the yeah doing the accurate simulation of pinball, I guess. And I said this before, but I think about pinball arcade and that the presentation is its weird downfall. It's like the pinball is really good, but the actual menus are kind of weird and awkward. Hmm. It's like they, they, uh, uh, let me put it this way: it's like this was released on 360, but that menu would have been better suited as a PS1 era sort of menu. Mm. If you see what I mean? That sort yeah, of reeks yeah. a bit more of that kind of thing. Do you remember Screamer 2? The way 2? it kind of pans. Yeah, with the, with the, with the, yeah, the, the, yeah, you're down right. It's that arcade pan where it's sort of just, there's no momentum to it. It's just like, it's moving, it's not moving. It's really it's, weird. It's kind of that, Sega. It's like Virtual Cop. That's what <laughs> yeah. I felt. It's really strange. Because, like, it's really weird playing Virtual Cop because it's supposed to be you kind of moving, right? But, but in actual fact, it's your eyes zooming. Your eyes kind of go perfectly <laughs> smoothly and levelly, <laughs> like around. It's an eye transporter. Because eyes can zoom naturally. Well, not naturally. <laughs> yeah. I'm natural. <laughs> yeah. Are there eyes that can zoom, like in the animal kingdom? Like I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> I thought I lost you for a moment. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking. <laughs> thinking about yeah. animals. So if you like your pinball, this is the way to go. Get this or Pinball Arcade or something. And, uh... <laughs> or something. If you or, like pinball, get something. Get the far side products. It's like, I'm not a fan of Zen Pinball or Pinball FX. I think their physics are kind of weird. Yeah, a lot they, of people they, they, used they, to rave about pinball effects, didn't they? But I never was convinced. No, 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 I don't. I just don't like the way the physics handle. It doesn't feel right. You don't get any tables. You get like one table, right, with the pinball effects game that's well, like really nicely modeled. It's but... free. On for on on oh, what's it called? It's not called pinball effects, is it? It's called something else. Is it? No, it's pinball effects on Xbox and Zen Pinball on PS3. Okay, and other the platforms. Thing. They are the same thing. 
okay. the very slight table differences between them, but they're the, they're basically the same thing. They're both made by Zen Studios. Oh, I see. Um, uh, yeah, on, on Pimble FX on Xbox, you actually get the Paranormal table for free. Paranormal. <laughs> yeah, paranormal. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the best things about that game, is that when you're, like, picking a table, it reads the name to you. Just, just well, so it I does in the Williams one as well. Yeah, it does, but it's not quite the same, is it? Because it tries to read them in the style of the theme of the table in, in Pimble FX, whereas it's just, like, the stupid announcer guy in, like, in Williams just reading them out. Medieval Madness! Or Taxi! Firepower! <laughs> in, um, in a Zen Pimble, it's Paranormal, and then you go over to the next one. It's like room. <laughs> room. I forget, what, no, I forget what the others are, but there's Marvel. <laughs> so sorry, yeah, but, but, you know that's what when people refer to Marvel pinball, Marvel pinball is actually just a set of tables for Zen pinball and things like that. And there's a explosion man table. Explosion man. A explosion man. A explosion man table. So it's very pink. But I don't know, there's something about the way they do those games. It's like, you know, when for me, when you're playing a pinball table, there's a very definitive end to when you lose the game, and it goes on, like... But on those tables, the music just keeps going. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? It's like the music is disconnected a little bit yeah. from the actual experience. It's like, like you lose the game, that's fine. The band's just going to keep on going. <laughs> Rather, Rather than suddenly becoming a fight tune. <laughs> <laughs> or some, like, super cheesy, like... Really, really bad weird sounding eighties dance music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the bad, bad pimple wizard take. Although that one makes more sense in fairness to the rest of it. <laughs> so that's pimple. That's a uh, Williams Hall of Fame thingamabogle. <laughs> thingamabogle. Yeah, that's a good table. Well, that's, that's <laughs> thingamabogle. <laughs> well, that's kind of a strange unlock system as well. That's a strange unlock noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, <laughs> that's very, oh, yeah. yeah that, that's, 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 that is one of the sort of weirdest sounds. It's because it's just a sound that doesn't make it doesn't work, does it? It's, it's like, like it's severely like cut clip. off, clipping all over the place, <laughs> and it's so much louder than anything else in the product. So it's it just it's the sound it makes when it gives you a credit. Basically, right. it just sort yeah. of goes, <laughs> <laughs> it just scares the shit out of you. But the unlock system's kind of strange because you don't get all 13 tables off the bat. You get, um, well, you kind of do, but then you start with a certain number of credits. And you can choose either to play the tables that have been unlocked for free play, or you can spend your credits on playing the, uh, play, playing the others. Um, so naturally that kind of means you have to start with the tables that are free to play, which I think are Pinbot and Gorgar at the start of the game. And then when you meet the goals on that table, you get the ability to free play another table. Or if you manage to earn enough credits through play, then you can eventually, if you, when you gain a hundred of them, you can buy out another table for free play. And right. I suppose the basic progression is to try and unlock every table for free play. Um, which is kind of interesting. I mean, it's, it's neat that they tried to do something like that. It turns out that, you know, after a while, it actually becomes quite easy because I've now, I think I've now unlocked them all. <laughs> um, fully on free play. And it's just, uh, yeah, after a while, you get into a bit of a rhythm and it's like you meet and just match all the basic goals and then, and then you move on to the next one, get all the basic goals and the next one, move on. And, uh, 
And so, don't get me wrong, some of those basic goals aren't particularly easy, but they seem to get easier. I suppose it's because I've right. been playing so much of the damn thing. It's just, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got pinball in my fingers now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty good. I kind of wish they didn't put the pinballs in that weird room setting, though. Yeah. So the, t- the tables have that strange, shitty 80s room with the speakers on the wall behind it and the terrible, terrible texture of a floor that looks like it's got, like, planets and shit on it, like a, a bowling alley from the 80s. Classic. I know, it's bowling alley from, like, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going for the road. <laughs> you know, it's fair to say I haven't really changed. <laughs> but it's like, I kind of wish they just I could turn it off or turn it to something slightly... Slightly different. How about a big minimalist sort of portal style white room? That'd You're not meant fine. to be looking at that. I know, but it's just it's, it's there, there always. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's shit enough next to put when you put it next to the table to be kind of weird. If I could just black it out, I think I'd be happy with that. Yeah, you should have the option. Surely, put all those pinball tables in space. You can unlock the ability to change the ball so it has a happy face on it. <laughs> And yet, still no reflections. Yeah. Happy face balls. That's how they replaced it. <laughs> oh, we were too busy developing our happy face tech to, like, put in them. Um, <laughs> Toads balls. Toads and maze balls. <laughs> <laughs> Pimple, it's totally balls. <laughs> it's totally balls. <laughs> Baller. <Balling. laughs> That's my tagline. They've, they've still had difficulties, I think. Like, I don't think the patch has been, or the DLC, however they're going to do it, has been released for Pimble Arcade on X3, on 360 yet. Right, yeah. So I'm not sure. So it's a, if you're going to get anything to do with Pimble Arcade, your best bet is the iPad version, seriously, because they seem to be have got that update system sorted. Yeah, that's probably whereas, where they make their money. Yeah, whereas on the other days. platforms, they seem to be struggling a little bit. Like, they're, they're coming out on PS3, but not quite as smoothly as they'd have hoped. Whereas 360, they just haven't come out yet. Hmm. Okay. So, so yeah. playing anything non-pinball related? <laughs> oh, I've got to think about that. Um, <laughs> I'm still playing Mass Effect. Yeah? Dealing with the Quarians right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I quite like that plot line. Have you done the whole virtual reality bit yet? No, I haven't. I know of it, but I haven't done it yet. Okay. Um, I'm about to do what I think is the last mission on Rannoch, if that helps. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. (laughs) 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 Whatever. It's kind of cool to see Tally and stuff and all that. All that fun stuff. Yeah, that is kind of neat. There's... there's yeah, it's so, kind of militarized their entire fleet. It's kind of awesome. And the Quarian ships are kind of cool looking as well. Yeah, there's some good cinematic, you know, just cutscenes in that. Pia, pia, boom, pia, boom, yeah. smash, boom. Yeah. In fact, generally in Mass Effect 3, there's some kind of cool kind of space combat, crazy cut, short cutscenes, aren't there? Mm. Like just when you arrive at the, um, you know, the first place you go is that moon of the. I've forgotten all the races and everything in Mass Effect. Um, the, moon the, of, the moon of Palavan. Yeah. yeah, Palavan. And then you get a big fight with the Reapers and the Turians. What kind of fun. Oh, that was fucking annoying in hardcore. Dual yeah. brutes, bitches. Oh, yeah, that bit, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but like, they're, they're dumb as hell. So you, yeah, I, I guess you, it's just about manoeuvring around like little bobbly bits of terrain that get in their way. I guess, isn't it? Mm. And you have to do that side roll quite a lot or whatever. Oh yeah, out. that that thing fucking annoys me though because it yeah. just seems to never quite go in the right direction or doesn't seem to activate sometimes. And it's just like when you're in a pinch, that game's controls just yeah fuck you in the ass. Yeah, it's just uh, so when you're when you when you're just casually moving about, they're fine. When you're actually in a panic scenario, where I need to go here right now, really quickly. They just don't work. It's because like also if you're trying to sprint somewhere, but then you touch something, then you kind of stick to it. Obviously, mm. it's just kind of annoying. So you have to like thread the needle and like sprint in between the bad guy and like this wall. Which if you sprint if you sprinted into it, you would just <laughs> go to cover. If you sprint, <laughs> it's, it's my it's my uh, past. Ted's version of sprints. He sprang over there. He sprang over it. But yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, I think the difficulty spikes are kind of a bit awkward. Like the hunters were kind of irritating. The Geth hunters. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, they're the big red ones, right? No, oh, they're no. the cloaking ones. They're, they're oh, the big yeah. red ones of the Geth Prime. No, actually, the Geth, there's one. When you first Prime meet is. a Geth Prime, actually, yeah. that was when you, soon after stumbling upon Legion, if he's alive. Um, yeah. That was pretty tough, actually. Because it's a really awkward bit of cover there as well. Yeah. There's no real good safe spot. You pop out and the missile's already in your face by the time you've got a shot on. And it's... I'd kind of forgotten about all these enemies from the previous games. Because you don't fight them for a while, do you? Like, there's like... No, because there's so many of them now, I suppose. They've spread them out over the game quite it's nicely. Like almost all Cerberus for the first, like... I don't know quarter of the game or something. 10, 15 hours worth of yeah. Cerberus, and then you start yeah. meeting more Reaper stuff, and then you start yeah. meeting more... Yeah, but then you got, yeah, Geth and... Geth time. What's the other one? Well, Reaper, Game I guess. Time. <laughs> Adventure time. Come on, grab your friends. Yeah. So yeah, it's still good. It, my same complaints still lie. I was a bit annoyed, because I've, I've, I've been doing a bit of the multiplayer stuff, like the Galaxy at War thing. Oh, right, yeah. And Haven't they been um, doing some events around that or something? Though? There's some free DLC coming out. Yeah, the Earth DLC, right? Yeah. So, and of course, I've downloaded the, uh, the fixed extended ending. cut, or whatever it's called. Right. I don't know. I haven't bothered to do that, so... Um, you'll have to let me know what happens <laughs> in YouTube, I suppose. Yeah, I could do, I guess. Yeah. Just watch all the endings. <laughs> well, I already did that for the crap version. <laughs> that, I think that's what's annoyed people, actually. Uh, well, oh yeah, I still can't talk about the ending, obviously. But, no. But yeah, we'll get to I, that when I Zach think, eventually plays it. Yeah. I think if people just watched it though. Uh, and and hadn't like immediately gone on YouTube and watched all the alternatives, they might like have understood it more or felt less cheated by it. Anyway, but everyone always goes and watches all alternatives. I know. Immediately anyway, I know, but it's just like Deus like... Ex. There was an achievement specifically for doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. I didn't, I didn't do that. With, I haven't done that with the previous Mass Effect. I probably should too, at least, because that sounded like they had quite a number of variants, but. I don't know what happens if you're like, if you agree with the elusive man at the end of two, and you like. How do you mean? Well, what? what it was what, destroying the collector hive or keeping it? I kept yeah, it. Keep... Yeah, well, we did see both endings of that because if you destroy it, it blows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can tell you that. 
No, but I mean that whole suicide mission in general, presumably that can play out in a number of different ways. Oh, yeah. yeah. The suicide part. <laughs> well, yeah, I just want to see the, I want to see the version where everyone dies and you don't make it. But... Yeah, that would be quite fun. I haven't said that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I still think they just make a few missteps here and there, and it's uh, it's less of an RPG. That well, They've tried to definitely put is. more of the old stuff back in, like weapon upgrades and things, and there's definitely more options on that front, but it's just kind of... It feels like kind of unnecessary. They all sort of end up the, feeling kind of the same. Yeah, I just used the same gun throughout the entire game, I think, until I ran out of ammo. Yeah, I'm, I'm switching guns re- relatively often, which is annoying because that means I don't really upgrade them and then spend uber money on them. But it's, uh, like I, I recently switched from them. the Feast into the Geth Pulse. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I use the Geth Pulse. That's pretty cool. No kickback. I, yeah, I think I used that most of the game after I got it. But um, I, I, but I, I always sort of forgot that I was carrying a sniper rifle at moments where it would have been quite useful because they are quite cool. Yeah, as I say, I just found myself not switching to it. Yeah. Like, so it's like, well, I just don't use it. I might as well use my assault rifle with the scope. Or, yeah. So you might as well. Even though, my way out of it. It's... So even though I was playing a soldier, like I still felt like leaving the the uh, sniper rifle and stuff behind just because it gives you like super fast bonus. recharging powers and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty neat, yeah. that stuff. Well, the point I was going to make about the Galaxy Wars, it's kind of annoying because it's like, unless you do it all in one go... <laughs> Like, just constantly play it. Like, yeah. when you come back, each time you come back to the game, your percentages have all dropped. Oh, right. Because it's yes. like, you know, the Reapers are pushing back. So it's like, I got it up to like 70% in Alliance space, I think, and 60% like elsewhere or something. And it's now back down to 52% elsewhere and 60 oh, something in Alliance space. And it's like, fuck, that means if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to just do nothing but this for a while. Mm. Get all my percentages up and then play the end game. Like, if yeah, I was going to do it that way. It's like, it's a bit harsh. Yeah. For people like me that only sort of jump in like once or twice a week for a, for a relatively short session. It's... Yeah, that doesn't seem like a, especially since, you know, what people hope about multiplayer is that, you know, people go on playing it. You know, mm. it doesn't seem to be in danger that, does it? In danger. Not danger, different work. Anyway. Well, no, there's a certain amount of getting the all the stuff, and the, you get different play styles in the multiplayer that you don't get in the single player. Yeah, because you can control the uh, like powers that your teammates would normally have and things like that. And I think there might even be some that just don't turn up in single player, like because you can be a vulture and things like that. And yeah, you can be all kinds of crazy races, can't you? Yeah, be the Geth, yeah. Be the guest. Um, yeah, so there's that. What else have I been playing? <laughs> trying to think. Oh, Breath of Death. Breath of Death? What the yeah, hell is Bre- that? Breath of Death 7, The Beginning. Is its full <laughs> title. <laughs> Breath of Death 7. That sounds like one of those games on that, you know, Xbox Live Indie section that you always page through. With all That's the because characters. it was. It was. <laughs> okay. But not for that reason. Well, no, no. <laughs> not for the not... reason of it being retarded and shitty. <laughs> well, because well, it's, because, it, because it's neither, really. It's, um, uh, it was on the indie section for a while. It's made by Z-Boyd Games, who have gone on to make Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness, Episode 3. Oh, right, okay. Um, this was how they got, got into it, basically. They, started, they basically do... 8-bit to 16-bit sort of RPG 
parodies. Right, yeah. Because Zach really liked episode three, right? Yeah, uh, your general opinion was good. Yeah. Um, so this, so you're naturally going to not play that for about a million years as well. You finish these well, other well, two. Well, these other two. Well, they're, they're short. They're only like eight hours long, or something. and I'm like two <laughs> hours. Just, I'm like two hours into this. You don't have enough time. It's my lunch break game That's at true. the moment. It is at least small enough to run on a shitty computer. Yeah, and well, it is quite neat because they allow you to save everywhere, so it doesn't have the old save point problems. Yeah, and, and it's and it's you know it, it's fast. It doesn't hang about with like needless animations and stuff like that. It's just bare bones RPG stuff, and it is kind of funny. They do do the parody thing kind of well. Like the hero is a skeleton who can't talk. Um, and, and it, but um, one of his companions can read his mind, and that's how they kind of communicate. But that means she sort of takes advantage of him quite a lot, and sort of puts him in scenarios he doesn't want to be in, and things. It's uh, it's like, wait, we're going here because why? It's like, no, no, I don't want to go there. We're going. No, no we're not going. <laughs> that kind of shit. The, the, the game tells it better than I do, apparently. <laughs> but <it's>... <laughs> even with text. <laughs> well, it's not actually that wordy. Okay. It's sort of just, you know, it's, it's bare bones sort of like layout of stuff. And uh, one of the uh, the enemies is a giant robot that seems to be made out of aging PC parts. And, <laughs> it's like the setting's kind of cool because it's like a post-apocalyptic world, but where the undead, uh, uh, like, just rule it, like various forms of undead things now. Like, so he's a, Dem's a skeleton. You Like, one of your cohorts is a ghost. You have a geek vampire and... Uh, um, other people are like zombies and stuff like that. There's no sort of real living things anymore. Apart from the Master Crows. Of course. Master Crows? Master Crows, yeah. So it plays out a lot like the early Final Fantasies, like with that sort of head-on perspective, rather than the sort of side sort of fighting. You look at your enemies and that's all you really see and everything else plays out in menus and it's... Yeah. Oh, okay. There aren't really any of the sort of cool combat mechanics that are in episode three. It's like with the sort of planning of the moves and the timeline stuff and things like that. It's all just your turn, enemy's turn, your turn, enemy's turn, with a bit of the agility thing thrown in. And it's, um, it's yeah, it's it's a complete throwback. But somehow it's kind of kind of cool to play something like that for a while, especially when it's actually a pretty good example of how things used to be. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I'm playing through that. Cool. Um. So you're going to get through that and the other one and then play episode three? Yes, I'm going to play that and then Cthulhu Saves the World is the second one in the series, which is, the, as far as I can tell ex- from what I've seen of it, exactly the same game, just with slightly more 16 bitified as opposed to 8 bitified. Well, the same so game there's, as there's the more graphics. Is... <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's, more, there's more sprites and more graphics. Yeah. More. But it looks like it's the same game. Okay. Probably written more for the comedy that one, I guess, than the actual. Like it's like, right, we've got the engine, and now we'll parody this up some more. Like the story of that one is like Cthulhu. In order to, in order to destroy the world, he first has to save it, so he has the chance to destroy it later. <laughs> I see. It's pretty dumb. Like an anti-hero story, I suppose. But it's kind of funny. Well, do you play as Cthulhu? Then? Yeah. Okay. He's the main guy. He's the protagonist. He's Cthulhu. <laughs> How big is he? He's Cthulhu. is like bigger he's than the a mountain, right? Well, no, he's just like, in, in this, I think he's portrayed as just like man-sized with a squid head 
Oh, yeah, right. Zoidbergy. Okay. Slightly different then. Zoidbergler. Yeah, Zoidbergler. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Future played... armor, by the way. Yeah. Got the new stuff or just yeah. rerunning the old. No, they've got new series. It's broadcasting at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, it's been quite funny. I... The density of jokes isn't quite as much as it used to be. I don't think they've got as many writers as they used to, but it's still funny. Mm. Yeah, I've seen definitely. very little of the new stuff, but it seems alright. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's future armor. Mm. Good news! Good news, everyone! Languages. Um, yeah, so I think that might be it, to be honest. Okay. In terms of my gameage. And uh, Steam I'm playing purchases. a bit of uh, Dirt 3, I suppose, for real. For real, and crash my car. <laughs> is there a focus in Dirt Free? I don't think there is actually. <laughs> oh no, there is, but it's DLC. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I remember we talked about that. Okay. So next time you'll have plenty of uh, Steam purchases to. to yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure there's really much on my radar that I really want no. on PC at the moment. So I, I, I'm going to ho- hope Deus Ex comes around again. Because you missed that as well. I missed that as well, yeah. And hopefully trying to again will come around and maybe episode three, but then I might just buy that because it's like three quid. Yep. Anyway, so there might not be much point in that. No. Maybe Sonic 4 episode two, if they they do anything on both of them. Both of them, (laughs) if they do a bundle deal on PC. For the lock-on thing. (laughs) Well, uh, stay tuned, listeners, <laughs> to see what uh, Rob will be playing next. Yeah. And now we move. You can't Madness. really stay tuned, because we're going to end this podcast, and then it'll be a week, and then they'll have to start mm, a new we're podcast. Not, not like the radio station. So <laughs> stay glued to the Twitter feed. <laughs> Somewhat. For an entire week. For two weeks. Where there'll be no other things happening, and then suddenly there'll be a new thing. Every now and then, there's, I post on the Twitter feed every now and then. That's true. I'm trying to be proactive. You guys, I should, yeah, you guys should do that as well. Indeed. So, uh, (laughs) Zachary Vergis, what have you been playing? We could talk Team Fortress as well, I suppose. Yeah, because that's something we've... Oh, do you want to? Now that we've played Pyromania. Go TF2. Well, you've played Pyromania. I played Pyromania last time. Just. Well, yeah. Well, all we got to say last time is One Flag CTF. Bye. Yeah, basically. So how are you enjoying the uh, the uh, monkey mission? I think it's pretty cool. I quite enjoy it. It's a bit... It's just mad, is the thing. It's hard to... I think it's hard to be organised. Well, right. it's because you really have to be organised into two groups, so that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then it, it's a bit of a kind of a... I don't know how, how... Like, there should be some other mechanic, because it kind of sucks where... The worst thing is, like, you can have someone at the, at the drop zone where the flag of it is, pick up the flag, die immediately, and then the flag is where it would spawn, only the other team can't pick it up for, like, 30 seconds until it respawns, because yeah, you can't pick up the coloured flag. <laughs> yeah, the thing to point out is, it's not just one flag CTF, it's kind of a bit different. Like, in normal variants of one flag CTF, the other team can pick up the thing immediately, but because well, there's only one... Well, like the, or in some versions of, like, one flag, there's, like, flag return mechanics, where it's, like, if your team just stands near the enemy flag, it will get rid of it faster. Yeah, and and it's normally... 
Well, unless well, this is the thing, we're getting confused, I think, with one flag versus one bomb, I suppose, in the Halo world. Well, it's the same thing. Well, no, no, they're kind of different. <laughs> Basically. One, one flag was an attack-defense game, get this thing to this place. And one bomb is, or neutral bomb, I suppose, as it was called, is where there's one bomb and, one, and the other teams have to deliver it to the enemy base. This is more like neutral bomb, except there's only one place the bomb is and there's only one place to destroy. And so they have to, they had to really do a you're in control mechanic to stop the enemy team just nicking it on top of the rocket. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be funny as well. <laughs> it would be pretty funny, but it's, uh, that wouldn't be very... Uh, Competitive. The entire team just plays for the steel. But they should just well, they just hide in, this, in those little rooms well, and just wait want... for them to get right to the top of the rocket, and they go. Rah! If they wanted to do it like that, they should. They could just make the lift really fast. That would be the way you'd work that into that mode. So as soon as the as soon as the, in the bomb would drop, the lift would just go and right down to the bottom again. Maybe because <laughs> then yeah. at least the, you wouldn't have the whole hassle of getting it there. But then that's like King of the. That, they might as well just have made that a King of the Hill game without the bag at all. <laughs> Maybe. Like, well, like a King of the Hill game where the you have to uh, hold it consistently. Mm. Just the lift. Screw the bag, just have the lift. <laughs> it's all kind of dumb anyway. That could work, though, actually, thinking about it. Just have, like, just the lift mode. But then what would happen with it as soon as it contests with the lift go down? Maybe. Or would it stay in place and you could do a steal? Do you remember that dumb payload map we played where where on the last stage, if you weren't pushing the bomb, it fell off the back and you lost? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was brilliant. There's this payload race variant oh, where, yeah. where the, yeah, the, the, the hill doesn't end. So it's just it's like just, you, can, you can lose by losing your cart. It just trundles off the end, does it? Yeah. That's so quite funny. You, you, so you have to be on it for the last... What? Yeah, someone has to keep it there, basically. <laughs> yeah, you just right. have to make sure you're pushing it at all times and that someone doesn't, you just don't let it fall off the back. It's kind That's of funny. funny. Is it really hard to win that? If, as attacking. <laughs> that was the trouble. It's like we didn't win because their cart just fell off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won by default. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, well. <laughs> I think we probably would have won anyway, though. We were yeah. most of the way there. <laughs> Anyway, have, have you tried any other new items or anything from the uh, Pyromania update or other items? I got a couple of them in drops, but not any, not the one that I wanted really, the scout thing, or maybe the new sniper rifle. Haven't got them. I got the shitty scout pistol. Don't really care about that. And what I does got, that do? It's more like damage, more slower firing rate, isn't it? Yeah, more damage, slower firing, and you don't take full damage. Oh. Oh, it doesn't affect you because you don't jump. <laughs> well, and I don't intend to take full damage. Why? Yeah. Why does anyone care about that? When is it? When is it tactically advantage to be somewhere where you'll take full damage? Really? I mean, yeah. it's like the force of nature jump is already actually incredible. I was thinking last night. It's like, what levels are there actually places where using the force of nature jump is actually a tactical advantage rather than just being a fancy thing? <laughs> there's like two. <laughs> there's a few places, but yeah, not many. So yeah, where are you going to take four damage as a tactic? Where's the some giant cliff where it'd be really inconvenient to walk all the way down? So you just jump off mm. like nowhere. <laughs> yeah, not many places. Tower or the end of um, Dust Bowl? Is it Dust Bowl? No, the ABC level. That's that level. I think Gravel Pit. That's Gravel Pit. Why would you be jumping off that? There's that one with the bridge, isn't there? Like a bridge over. 
Or what, mm-hmm. do, like, double cross, I guess. Yeah. Mm. But the thing is, if you're a scout, you can just double jump and break your fall that way <laughs> most of the time. Mm. There's very mm. few cases where you actually fall far enough for it to cancel your ability to second jump. That's true, yeah. So you can just jump, you can just, yeah, jump. And fall then, part of the way there and then jump and then to jump again. reset it. Mm. Or force nature. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure if using the Force of Nature knockback actually breaks your fall. Yeah, so two fortress. I've got quite a lot of items, like stuff I didn't have before after drops recently. Like, I got a sticky jumper. (laughs) No, I'm never going to use that. Okay. uh, Demo. I didn't realise they dropped. Yeah, they got put in some time ago. And I got something else that I don't care about for Medic or something. I got a quick fix a while ago as well, but that's maybe slightly useful. Maybe. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just Team Fortress. More Team Fortress. It never goes out of fashion. No, clearly. Always awesome. Much more awesome. Much more awesome. And when I was playing last night, some guy was whining about my skills. And I was like, that means I'm still good. <laughs> as long as someone's complaining, that means I must be doing okay. <laughs> Even though I wasn't really doing that well. Were you being bow sniper again? Sort of the second half. Because <laughs> that tends to happen when you play bow sniper. People just start going, fucking arrows, bam! That, that is the thing that does it. Although I have had people complain about Force of Nature as well. No, really. Although most people will complain about the Force of Nature and like, oh, it's such a shit weapon, why are you even using that? It's like, yeah, well, I just killed your ass, so... <laughs> <laughs> but you bit him, yeah. No, I think the, the, the thing that started it last night was he was playing Spy and I was using an actual sniper rifle. The, I was using the Deus Ex sniper rifle for a change because I felt like trying that. I still want one of those. But it's like he cloaked and then I just guessed where he was going to be and shot him. <laughs> About three seconds after he cloaked. And it's like, oh, he got me while way after I was cloaked. He must be a pro. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I could actually work out how to play this game. Congratulations. 1600 hours proved so. I have the power of prediction. So when do you think you were top of your game in Team Fortress terms? Do you think you're not as good as you used to be? <laughs> Uh, probably. Well, I'm not, I don't think I'm as good at, at bow sniping as I once was, but that's not, it hasn't degraded that much. It was like last night when I was playing where I just couldn't fucking hit this one heavy. <laughs> it's like, it's a heavy! It's the biggest gigantic target! I don't mean. <laughs> so yes, uh, Zach, what else have you been playing other than TF2? Yes, what was I about to say? That totally, <laughs> that totally put me off and now I've forgotten. Um, Oh yeah, me and Kippers played Battlefield 3, some. Oh, right. Rob wasn't there. And therefore we couldn't run the Mumble server, and so we used the shitty in-game voice. When was this? Like, Thursday. I need to know. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) And Kippers still is really bad at that game somehow. (laughs) Which is weird, considering how much he likes, like, Call of Duty and stuff, he just can't seem to, like, it's not the same game, obviously, but you can't even seem to apply some of the skills. (laughs) It's because he, in his own words, he plays Call of Duty like an arcade game, like Quake. You just charge into every fucking scenario and go, Bah! You can't really do that in Battlefield. But in, I don't know, it just seems like, even just like tactical awareness and stuff, like knowing where enemies, you know, seeing people even. <laughs> Some skills must transfer. 
You'd think so. So seeing people on Battlefield is actually quite hard compared to like COD in some places. Yeah, probably. They're generally further away. Yeah. But then there was a classic moment where I was, I, some, some bastards were on, like, on top of the stupid giant tower in the middle of Karg. Karg. <laughs> and they were sniping up there, and I was like, I'm gonna counter snipe them. So I got in position and, like, laid out at the side and tried to shoot these guys. I was like, Kivers, help me shoot these guys on top of this tower. And he's like, what tower? <laughs> it's like, it's the one thing that's taller than everything else on this level, right in the middle. <laughs> And then when when they eventually shot me, he was like, "Where'd that bullet come from?" Oh, top of the tower, <laughs> that tower, because <laughs> he was playing sniper by that point on Karg, which is not really a good plan, I don't think. I was doing it, but then I'd been doing MAV and shit like I usually do. <laughs> so yeah, and I got a shit ton more surveillance medals. <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> what did you get those for? For like, get, basically, when you get a kill assist on a target that you've spotted from right. either the MAV or the motion sensor, I mean the MAV has a motion sensor as well, so it acts as both basically. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't think I've played enough recon to have unlocked the MAV. No, still. I don't think you have. But I think I have like fourteen surveillance medals, which means it's like. 700 14 seven, medals 14 medals and oh. so that's like 700 ribbons which is like 2000 and something <laughs> spot assists yeah. <laughs> so yeah so what's the MAV thing then that you unlock it's like the mini UAV thing yeah it's a little drone yeah you yeah. just fly it around okay so you, you just fly around camera. and like spot stuff yeah you fly around and look at things and then you it, shoot them it's Pokemon Snap for Battlefield. It does actually have some other things you can do, though. That was the important thing. And there was even something that I didn't even know until like a week ago, is that when you're in the... Because it, it has a thermal camera as its standard view. Well, it's only view. Right. It's basically always in thermal mode. But though I didn't know that you can right-click and it zooms in. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which is like, why? how did I not ever try that? But then it also on its left-click, it actually has like a little EMP like shock... I don't know what it is. It must be like a like a taser, basically. But yeah. you, you can shoot at like other enemy equipment, like well, enemy MAVs and spawn beacons and stuff, and you can destroy them. Right. Which is kind of awesome as well. Okay. That's kind of fun. You get a few more points from that. Although that I have had, I I kind of discovered early on that there is a kind of a. It's basically if if anyone on both teams is trying to use MAVs, it turns into like an MAV race at the start of the game yeah. because whoever gets theirs up highest first can just instantly disable the other ones, and because they can't look upwards, they can't fight each other when they're at the same altitude. So it's basically whoever's MAV gets highest fastest will instantly destroy any other ones that are launched because <laughs> it can just sap them. <laughs> what? How? Because it has the it has the EMPs thing, the taser thing that it so has. It can take out, yeah, any other. But because it can only look downwards, presumably when they get no, near each other, then. Well, not even that near. It's you know you like, can not you can that way, presumably. Well, no. It, well, the thing is, it it locks like a like a missile lock. You know, it beeps and everything, and mm. gives you a, like a locking bracket around it. But it, you can actually hit things without the lock if you just get the cursor directly over them. Mm. 
but probably not on an enemy enemy enemy. Probably doesn't have that range. No, but it's still pretty easy to just like fly quickly if you're higher than them. You can easily get above them while they're still going up and just zap them. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns into like a race if there's two people on each team trying to do it. And I have had a couple of times where. A guy will sit next to a resupply crate, getting an MAV, trying to launch it, be instantly destroying it before it's like a meter off the ground, and then he waits for it to get another, waits next to the crate to get another one, and tries it again. It's like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> Keep trying. No, I'm just going to get more points. <laughs> it's a bit of a flaw in the MAV plan. It's a bit strange, isn't it? Why don't they all have the same altitude? <laughs> it's not. It's would be such a problem if they could look upwards. So they could actually shoot ones down that were above them. Oh, so you don't mean like a race? Oh, I thought when you said a race, like there was some interesting like game glitch where like only one UAV could be at a certain height or something. So if someone if one goes really high, all the other ones don't have the ability to go as high. Well, they don't because they just get killed. <laughs> that's a bit. That's kind of different because that you know that assumes that you could see the entire match worth of UAVs and there wouldn't be one that goes up. Like on the other side of Karg or something that you couldn't... You can see most of the map from that height if you're right on the top of the flight ceiling, which is where you want to be, because otherwise another nav could get slightly higher than you and then kill you. <laughs> Surely at that point you can't really see much, though, in, like, in terms of the actual people. To actually it doesn't matter, because you just point your cursor down there and hit Q and do something else. <laughs> you can spot people at that range. Yeah. Oh, man. The MAV. And and the motion sensing part of it operates vertically downwards, no matter what height you are. So if you you just look at the minimap and fly over where you, where your team are, you can still get the motion sensor to work. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I didn't think that that motion sensing part would work from very high away at all, but then I discovered it does. So <laughs> maximum flight ceiling every time. Mm. So yeah, that's Battlefield Free still. Now glitch-free? Well, bounce-free. <laughs> balance-free? <laughs> <laughs> now balance-free! Everyone uh, do whatever the fuck you want! <laughs> I mean, the shotgun is now sorted. <laughs> yes, that has been... There doesn't seem to be any major glitches after this patch. <laughs> balance-free. <laughs> <laughs> I like my shooters balance-free. <laughs> I have the own gun. Well, so that's what the BFG is, basically. <laughs> sort of. But that is balanced in its own way. By, like, you only get two shots. <laughs> the old school BFG, anyway. Take a long time to fire. <laughs> yeah. It actually doesn't hit very many things, really. <laughs> green lasers that hit things for you. <laughs> green lasers! Uh, so what else? Uh... I spent some money on a sale that wasn't Steam. <laughs> oh yes, I went onto good old games because I already have an account there from from Rollercase Tycoon. Oh yeah, and there was a sale on Settlers Two. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Well, I, I I saw it because it came you to must my email. Own that? Do you not well, have the CDs for that? Well, I don't have the CDs any longer because they've disappeared a long time ago, along with certain other old CDs. Although right. still Simon Funk and SimC two thousand survived, so I don't know certain what... other objects of our past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what happened, but um, I I, re- I I saw that email coming to my inbox. It was like Settlers two, and I was like, I already have that, don't I? So I went and looked on my external hard disk and dug that out from you know it's zipped up somewhere. Dug it out, ran it through my version of DOSBox that has Windows three point one installed, 
yeah. wrote it in there, and it was like, oh, this seems to work just fine. And then it crashed. And I was like, oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> I'll just spend like $5 and get an operating, uh, for the operational version, which runs in DOSBox, but DOSBox correctly configured. Yeah, because so, yeah. just, they just run using DOSBox, don't they? Like as, like as a executable, don't they? Yeah, like basically. Packaged up yeah. with all the right settings that somebody's worked out, I guess. Yeah, so I got that for like $5. And it's like, sweet. Now this will work perfectly instead of crashing randomly, which sucks in servers. Your sound card works perfectly. <laughs> not that game. I know, but it's from one and the other. <laughs> Although so apparently you your sound card too. may not work perfectly in this, in this version of Settlers 2. What a surprise. Because I, I was sure, I, it's like, maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly, but it doesn't seem like it has enough sound channels. Like, a lot of sounds get blocked out by other sounds. Like, the most important sound, the occupied military building sound. Could you somehow run a DOS box to get to the settings program and up the channel count? Or... Well, I don't know. I, it's like, I, I may, might be able to, like, if it is just like normal DOSBox, they might it might just be a text file with some settings in it. I might be able to look in there and see what it says. Well, no, but I mean, it might not be a DOSBox setting. It might be that you'll configure the game. Well, like with IRQs and sound blasters, <laughs> and... possibly, I guess. Everything else about the sound seems to work okay, although it is a bit glitchy in places. But that might just be because it's ancient. <laughs> Like the sounds sometimes get all, you get that classic sound glitch where for just a split second, everything, certain sound effects that are playing go super high pitched. So it's like, ducks are just like, whack, whack, whack. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty well done. No, okay, I don't, I don't remember that from the old days. No, I think that is a modern glitch. Whack. Awesome. Yeah, because I did have that straight... I remember that duck noise there. That duck noise never stops! No. <laughs> it doesn't duck anywhere on the screen! Wah, wah, wah. But then, then again, the birds wah. never stop, of course. Wah, ever. Well, actually, they do if you chop down all the trees on the screen. I, really? Oh, yeah, because yeah, atta- that noise is attached to the trees. I always really liked the trees in that game. Yeah. For some reason. They would just seem... Really, they looked really good. Really nice. Like yeah. trees. Lots of things in that game actually look pretty awesome. Yeah, it's the, it had nice minuscule minis- right. numbers of pixels. Yeah, had a nice feel to that game. And then, like, the 3D terrain that's yeah. so pro. It was actually pretty good. You had to get those gold coins to get the military dudes, right? That was yep. a massive supply chain just to get these mint some gold coins. Yeah, and the geology being a giant pain in the ass where it's like... Send out the geologists. Yeah. So they can do their excessively long animation. Yippee! (laughs) Yep. And that's animate. When people die, did they have a ridiculously elongated death sound? I haven't got to that yet. Because I'm pretty sure it just sort of used to go... That might have been one of the other games that were similar. That might have been Settlers 3. Because the classic... The classic... Bird noise that you can still hear in TV programs today is Settlers 3. The oh, really? extra ball sound on, um, sh- on Space Shuttle on Pebble Hall of Fame is kind of weird as well. Cause it's like, some of the extra ball sounds in that game are a bit mental, but the one on Space Shuttle is kind of funny because it just sounds like a guy going, no! <laughs> it's like, you, you've earned more game of this. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you've earned more game of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm totally puzzled. <laughs> yes, I think you are. Yes, but the classic bird sound effect is the one from Settlers 3. The one that is clearly in some 
sound effect repository that everyone oh, still God. uses. Yeah. No. It's the one that goes... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that used to be in Microsoft Golf, didn't it? Yeah. Everyone uses that sound bank in the BBC. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's like the crowd noise from other cases I gave. Yep. <laughs> or oh, the classic, the classic Five George K. Yeah, the classic police radio noise. I heard that somewhere else the other day. It was in the Avengers, oh. I think I said last yeah, time. Yeah, you know, you but said yeah. that, but I'm sure I heard it on some some relatively new TV program the other day where it was playing the... <laughs> the start of it. Probably CSI. <laughs> I think they've used it before. Just didn't yeah, we hear it in the first episode of Borgen? Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> Even even the Danish can't get away from Five George K. Five George K. Yeah. Well, I think it was a scene in London, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was, yes. That was it. Five George K. American radios in London. Yes. Classic. So I started playing Settlers Two. I'm only on like the second mission because it takes goddamn hours to do anything ever. Yep. You playing it in a window? No, it full screens. Yeah. 640 by 480, goodness. No, it goes up to 1024. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's probably it might actually be easier to play in 640 by 480, because when you're up to 1024, everything's tiny! Yeah. <laughs> Although you can see a lot of stuff at once. I remember when 640 by 480 was just, was called high res. Definitely do. 800 by 600 was high res. Yeah, super VGA. <laughs> None of your BGAs. No, it was for a period of time because it was considered high res. Because like uh, for a long time, games were three twenty two forty, and then you like had the high res. You mean res like mode. Screamer two? Yeah, which was six forty four eighty. High res. Okay, mode. okay, that one, I guess. Screamer two though. looks looks unbelievably terrible if you look at the YouTube videos of the low res mode now. It's like, how did this even look like a car? Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? What the hell? Yeah. So like, old... play this shit. Hello. <laughs> That's England, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that was your England sound for Screamer 2. I was reading a stupid article about, like, about things that ch- children of this next generation aren't going to know about computers and, like, weird things that we think are important that probably aren't any longer, like, save points and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Tape. Yeah, they will because they'll all play Super Mario Brothers. Probably. Well, no, no, that's the thing. Really, isn't it? It's I, like, think, I think it's up to us. Yeah, to it's, make sure it's our, our intention to force them to play these shits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> play so this old like, shit. Well, well, learn well, how to play games properly. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, trial by fire, like the rest of us. Get, a, get an old Atari or an Amiga, like we did. That's how you learn how to play games. <laughs> Fairness, that's kind of what the DS is for these days. Mm, maybe. Shit games for kids to learn from. Yes, but they don't learn the right things. Circle strength. <laughs> Not sure that's the right thing. I guess you got the virtual console. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. They'd learn Smack Talk pretty good on Xbox Live. That's for later. That's not kids. That's like teenagers. Yeah, that's at 2. <laughs> not sure that'll work. What was your first word? Fucktard. Cockwank. Cockwank. Ham doctor. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, I can't think of anything else I played. I think that was mostly it. And there was something else that I've already forgotten. 
oh, I played the cheap free version of Spelunky because everyone was going on about the Xbox version. And then I realized that I had heard people previously talking about the PC version that only I did order it at the time. And I was like, okay, well, what the fuck is this then? <laughs> so um, I haven't played it. What is it? It's a, like a hard, it's like a platformer, only you die a lot. Okay. Everyone says it's like a, it's like a rouge, uh, like a roguelike, you know, where it's like you die a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's like a side scrolling platform thing and you just have to get cash and get to the exit. And not die. Which is really difficult. And how is it? It's okay. Okay. Right. It's a simple game. Not anything complicated, which is why it's on Xbox Live now. <laughs> oh, right, okay. You're saying that in general, Xbox Live games are simple and not complicated? Yeah. Explosion. <laughs> that is pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's saying. <laughs> okay. That is also pretty simple. Simple is not simple. <laughs> yes, it is. Apparently not to get right. Well. That's maybe a different problem. That's like a technology issue. Like, Psycho Fibble was clearly not very good physics. <laughs> I'm trying to think what Explore games are, actually. That's simple. I might lose this battle. <laughs> Carcassonne? <laughs> that doesn't count as a board game. <laughs> Trials HD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Trials Evolution? I mean, that is the kind of simple in terms of controls, I guess. You're not steering, you're just going forwards. You're going to go to connect games, that's a whole different problem. But I think that's everything I played. Cool. More or less. Okay. There's probably other things as usual that I can't remember. Standard style. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did I do? I don't know. Um, you played some amount of Shogun. Yeah, I broke out the Shogun, but I haven't yeah. even got through the friggin' tutorial, but it's quite, it was good. I'm enjoying it so far. It runs fine as well. I was, I was like, feeling a bit weird about my PC after I tried Witcher 2 and it ran like shit. So I was like, what the hell is this? I thought I had a beast PC. But then, and then I thought, well, you know, these Total War games always really destroy your box, don't they? Well, it is like over a year old now, so you might be I guess. Play. But I boosted it up, it worked, it runs fine. Like, I can set it on high and it, and you don't need like 60 frames per second for a strategy game, but I can still get it up quite nice and high. So that's nice. And it's, n- the presentation is really nice in this one. All the like Japanese, um, like, uh, ink neat, and maps it? and stuff. It's isn't really it nice. All the parchment messages. And... Yeah, everything's parchmenty. And, uh, the UI is like quite a lot improved, I think, from the, I mean, the last Total War game I gave, played was probably Rome, which they're making Whoa. a sequel to, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Rome, did, well, Total, Total War, War Rome, Rome 2, two or... <laughs> yeah, the Rome Roman Total War 2 or <laughs> the Roman 2 so but I, Rome I can't... Total War I mean that's kind of cool Rome. Rome to Rome Total War Rome to War <laughs> <laughs> Rome to War <laughs> FIFA Road to the World Cup 98 I don't know. Rome Total uh... War Totes <laughs> <laughs> Totes War, War, yeah. (laughs) The Totes War franchise. So I played Shogun Totes War 2. No, Totes War Shogun 2. That's right. Um, Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I quite like this kind of interesting period of history to like, because I don't know much about the Shogunate era and stuff and all the medieval... They could have just been making shit up and you wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly, but I think it's it's fairly grounded in... Relative, yeah, they do try and they're only giant enemy crabs. That's obviously the key. Yeah, I haven't seen the the historical accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen any yet. 
But the thing is, like, like so I'm, I'm having fun just, uh, so I'm going to experiment a bit, uh, and, uh, see how I do. But, um, in the actual battle stuff, it's like, even in the tutorial, like, it's like, oh, okay, I, it's got this kind of awesome new setup for, um, choosing, uh, set formations that you can choose for your entire army, which have little, um, little, um, woodcut. Yeah, like, um, you know, birds, flowing river, an- animal, yeah, yeah, animal representations <laughs> or whatever. So you could just click on those and make a nice. And this is like this is good for offense or whatever in this situation when you have lots of range units or something. So use this. But then immediately afterwards, you actually like I think it does have stuff for like locking uh, units so they move in step, you know, and stuff. But I couldn't yeah. really figure it out initially. So it's like, oh, I'm in a nice formation. And then total chaos almost immediately as soon as the battle actually starts. So I'm trying to think how to actually do it. Because I get really annoyed when everyone gets completely out of position. And I feel like I'm not in control of, like, who's getting mullered, basically. And everyone ends up just piling into a big bash. Yeah. So And then I win anyway because it's on easy mode or whatever. So I'm, but I'd rather, like, learn how to actually do it. So I'm thinking, because you have total like time control like you can speed up and pause and do everything so i might just do try, play it kind of you know turn based by like pausing. Play it extremely slowly <laughs> well pause, it'll I, take five hours per battle definitely yeah it's what well, always probably, happens that's the trouble though isn't it and then it's like well i might as well have just pressed the auto resolve button because it probably would have been faster yeah so you just you need to pick the battles that are going to be enjoyable to do and that you'll actually may be able to make a difference you know, by doing micromanagement, you know, because otherwise you'd, you'd just be there forever, just micromanaging every little pointless battle where you have, like, mass superiority anyway, so it's a waste of time. So I guess you just have to choose, but I'll see how I go. Uh, but there must be a way to, like, stop them all just going crazy and, and like, getting their formation all completely out of sync as soon as they get attacked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I'll see. Uh, I'll... I'll, I'll try some stuff out with the controls, basically, and see if I can uh, uh, become... Is it better than Time junior. Commanders? Or whatever that show was on BBC. Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's exactly the same. That was, that was, like, super remote controls, where yeah. you yeah. tell someone else to, what controls to press, basically. Well, you tell a developer from the Creative Assembly, who is working with, a like, a pre-alpha build of the game... <laughs> to like move your units over there and then you record it <laughs> on TV. That was a crazy show. That was kind of weird but kind of cool at the same time. Cause... <laughs> it was, it's alright. Just... Yeah. So yeah, I shall report back if I, but I might just start playing one of the new purchases as well alongside. Let it feel like a long strategy sesh. But I haven't really been playing anything else, I don't think. Um, I don't think I... I thought I was looking at some games on iOS, you know, on my phone to get, but I don't, I don't think I tried any new ones. But I think there's probably tons that I should check out at some point. So it's a nice platform for games, really. Angry you know, Birds Seasons it... HD was free for a bit. Oh, really? That's what you need to watch out Old for. Old news. Things yeah, that are free for one day. So, yeah. This is... I did play this uh, this iPad game for a bit called Reflections. That was alright. It's basically this ball starts moving through the level, and you have to use angled plates to bounce it to through these things and get it to the goal without killing it. And the idea is to do it in as few moves as possible. But 
there's a certain amount of you can set it up beforehand, but then there are they, the puzzles require you to change stuff while it's moving and things. Oh right, okay. It's fairly simplistic, but it's yeah. quite nicely presented with a sort of um, dodgy neon sort of look. So the neon sort of like you know, bits of the graphics occasionally <laughs> don't work properly, but that's like intended. Right. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's alright. Very simple puzzler. That's pretty much my new thing on. Well, the the only new thing I think I've done on my iPad this this last sprint. I think the um the thing that made me start looking at iOS games was that I noticed that Metacritic actually has a section for iOS games in their gaming section. Yeah. And the only games that get reviewed there are going to be reviewed by like you know professional gaming um websites and stuff are going to be the the good ones, I guess. Well, not necessarily good, but like the 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 super well. yeah, 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 of that world. So I think, yeah, so it's a good thing to keep an eye on if you, I guess, because you can't just use the app store's rating system, can you? Because it's probably give five stars to some really random stuff. My brother made this five stars. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think that might be inspiring for that kind of uh, iTunes shopping. Or app store shopping, sorry. So yeah, and I've got Max Payne downloading and Alan Wake. So yeah, more news, news on that one. <laughs> Not really news. Oh, no, there's a tiny bit of news that I've just remembered. Right. There's the new um, sales and specials plus thing on Xbox now. Well, oh yeah, what's that? Xbox Live in general. So when you go to the sale section now, there's 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 now an extra option where you can view the deal of the day. But you can also go to sales and specials plus, which downloads as a separate app. Okay. Um, on the Xbox, and we'll um, so it's basically they're trialing some new ideas for how they could do sales, and there's some really weird stuff in here. Like one of which is what they call the scratch and match competition, where you can have a daily go at trying to. Reveal a three by three grid, either by controller or by connect, just by waving your hand around like a mad fucker, um, to see if you make any lines like a bingo card, I suppose. And if you do, it's like a one in a thousand chance of you winning or something. But if you do, you'll win something off the Xbox service. Right. Yeah, so there you go. There's, there's one, and, that, and even if you don't win, that leads to some extra deals just for you by just by you doing taking part or something like the more is on there, I think, for cheap and. Um, uh, some other uh, live arcade titles, but the other weird thing they've added to this is what they call the chain reaction deal, where in order to unlock the next discount, you need to have purchased the first one in the chain. Oh, so at the moment it's all Gears of War stuff. So it's I can't remember what's first in the chain. Like buy this, then you can buy the Horde pack for cheap. Then you can buy the Shadow of Ram. Ram Shadow for cheap. <laughs> and then the final thing is you can have a pink lancer for cheap. A pink lancer? Awesome. Yeah, so it's a strange idea. It's like, uh, I suppose it's almost like the uh, their summer of arcade deals or something where it's like, buy three games, get 400 points back. Sort of thing, but kind of in, in, a, in a much more regimented way. It's like, you must buy this, then this, then this. And if you do that, you'll get them all cheap. Hmm. Okay. Well, so I suppose you have to buy into it, and then at that point you might save quite a bit. Oh well, yeah, it might be okay if everything on the chain is stuff you want. Yeah. Like or DLC that you wouldn't mind having a look at, or something like that. It might work well for DLC. But it would suck if you'd already purchased one of the middle things. Yeah. 
Well, it might already count, I suppose, if you've already got it. Right. The, the Xbox records might kick in and say, oh, you've got that, so you can't do it again. But... Or maybe you just have to select it and then it'll go, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Possibly. It'll probably come up with a download again option. You just sort of click that and it goes, all oh, right, fine. Probably how it would work. Hmm. So yeah, minor news. Oh, I also discovered that I, that's something that I didn't realize that Bing Search did on um, yeah. Xbox. It totally searches iPlayer. Oh, really? Okay. Well, and then you can just watch that stuff. Yep. If yeah. I say Top Gear into okay. it, it will come up with Top Gear USA, say, which is currently showing. Mm-hmm. And I'll pick it, and it'll say this is available on iPlayer. Hmm. You just go, just it. click the iPlayer link, and it boots up in iPlayer. Awesome, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Okay, they're, they're doing it for other services as well. Like more obviously, like a lot of stuff was coming up on Netflix. There's a slight annoyance to that because it lets you go through through all the steps. Like it will say, oh, well, okay, I know about this Top Gear. It's a program. Um, so you go into that, and then you select that program, and then it goes, well, what series do you, are you interested in? And you go, well, I'm interested in this series. It's yeah. like, well, here are the episodes. And then you click on the episode you want. And it's at that point it tells you what service it's available on. Ah, oh, okay. So you could go through the whole chain and then it would go, oh, it's on Netflix. Well, I don't have Netflix. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get better. It'd be cool maybe if you could restrict that to apps I have. Yeah. Yeah, it should be aware of what you've got. Like an extra filter access. option or something you can apply. Yeah, it's like only search stuff I have. Well, yeah, Still, that's not, a not cool stuff function. I have, but services I actually have or have used or that kind of stuff, that kind of thing. But it's, uh, yeah, it was just neat that it could do it. Yeah, no, no, I'm, it's quite impressive, really. Although it did think at some point today, while we were just having a conversation, that we wanted a Bing search for the misinterpretation of Michael. What? Exactly. <laughs> it's like we didn't say any of those words. Okay. And what did it come up with? Um, I think it came up with rom-coms. None of which had anything to do with Michael or misinterpretation. Well, they probably had something to do with misinterpretation. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. That was traditional. Like maybe it was in the blurb text for them. Oh, You've Got Mail was one of the options. Okay. Is one of the characters called Michael or that? I don't know, I haven't seen that one. I saw Sleepless in Seattle years ago, but not You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail. That's kind of the spiritual sequel. Or kind of. But Meg Ryan, Cheese Fest. Cheese Fest. Cheese, a cheese wheel of Hanks. Deploy <laughs> <laughs> the cheese wheel. Deploy. <laughs> put a cheese wheel on your pizza. As we suggested it. Just get a base and put a solid really good. <laughs> Right, okay. Shall we wrap up this uh, podcast then? Is that going to just about do it? Probably. I think it might just about do it. Right, uh, yeah. So, oh, I guess you have to prepare on the stopping the... Uh, the Not uh, really. You can just cut it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Okay, anyway. I'll do it, do it when I want. I'll just say I'm done and then, like, well, we're... Great timing. I think I lost you guys again. Uh, so, sorry listeners, uh, but just as we were about to end the podcast, we have more technical problems, which is great timing, really, isn't it? Okay, uh, oh, no. They're back.
I didn't kick anything. So yeah. <laughs> now that you're back, you kicked it with your mind. Your USB port sucks. That's what the main problem is. There is well, that. Our okay. final technical problems. Um, thanks for joining us on the Soundcast, and uh, we'll be back again next time for with a bunch more video game news and reviews. Maybe. Probably, after the Steam sale. <laughs> See you then. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Extended bye. <laughs> we can say bye. bye for as long as we want. Bye. 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 You're actually going to turn that recording off now. No.